0: Yeah, you're middle class and yeah, you're comfortable. But if you want to build generational wealth, if you want to have that mansion or whatever, whatever it is you want, I don't even know. But you can't just do that by, by getting promoted every 10 years. That's mm. going to take so long.
1: Tweet talk episode 79 so you think your sneakers look good huh check this out (laughs) even the most exclusive sneakers once purchased look identical to everybody else's sneakers can i get a holla holla so how do you take your boring regular sneakers and convert them to unique dynamic sneakers that will stand out yo that answer is easy You need to get laced with Get Laced Shoelaces. Yeah, Get Laced is a lifestyle shoelace retailer dedicated to inspiring customers through a unique combination of products, creativity, and cultural understanding. We just want you to upgrade your sneakers. So get laced. Visit GetLacedLaces.com or check us out on Instagram at GetLaced.underscore. Upgrade your sneakers with a black-owned business that provides international shipping, wholesale, custom, and fundraising options. Upgrade them sneakers, baby He's He's a a genius, man Get yours today at GetLacelaces.com Premium sneakers need premium laces Are we on the Tweet sugar? Up what it sounds like to be the best This best. is a Black Wealth Podcast yes. Build wealth, invest, own, and close the wealth gap It's time to break down these financial concepts with your host Mr. Todd Megan himself, Charles Oglesby and Raphael husband.
2: Okay, this is Raphael. Mm-hmm. This is Raphael, uh one and a half of Tweet Talk the Blackwell Podcast, co-host, co-founder. We have Charles Oglesby, a.k.a. Todd Millionaire, who's not with us tonight, still on a hiatus. But tonight I have a very special guest, Ariel, a.k.a. The Money Realtor. Say hello to the people, Ariel. Uh, what's up, y'all?
0: What's going on?
2: Okay, so welcome to Tweet Talk the Blackwell podcast, where we dissect tweets and talk about building blackwell. Introduce yourself to the people.
0: Yeah, so hey guys, I'm Ariel Adams, known as The Money Realtor on Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Um, besides real estate, I'm into digital products. So I mainly teach people through courses, how to monetize their Instagrams. So that's what I'm known for. That's
2: cool. That's cool. And just to let you guys know, Ariel made 100K in 90 days with her side hustle. Selling on Instagram with no website or email list. We'll talk (laughs) more about that later. But first, where are you from, Ariel?
0: Um, So I'm from Maryland originally, but currently I'm in Florida just for quarantine and everything, COVID, all that but I'm actually living in Reston, Virginia. So you could just say I'm from the DMV.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So explain the name, the money realtor. Um,
0: yeah, that's something I came up with once I got my real estate license. Um, I wanted to have like a catchy username because not only did I practice real estate, but I'm like a personal finance enthusiast. So I like teaching people all things personal finance. Like once I went on my own journey from not knowing how money works to like making it very um, making it a mission for me to learn. How to operate as an adult? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it, that's how the name came about. So, hence the money realtor.
2: That's cool. And when, when, how long ago did you come up with that name? How long you've been going by the money realtor?
0: Yeah. So that's been since March of last year. That's when oh. I started my Instagram account. That's when I got my real estate license. So. Yeah, almost coming up
2: on a year. That's cool. Okay. Okay. So you're you're a real estate agent. So you have well, I want to say a regular job, mm-hmm. but it's a job. I don't consider a real estate agent necessarily a regular job. It's still a little entrepreneurial in, in nature. No, I mean I still have my nine
0: to five, too. Oh. Yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. So you got multiple multiple streams of income. Nice. All right, cool. And you are and you're keeping that job for right. the time being yeah, for sure. No, no plans on for leaving the, time the job me, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. So you said, one of your tweets, now here at, at tweet Talk, we always say, get started, get fancy later. And you had a tweet saying, just start, even if you don't feel ready, let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people try to wait for that perfect moment or the perfect timing, before they just like begin on a project or launch their project or start whatever it is they have in their minds. They always want to feel so ready and so sure. And I just feel like you're never going to be 100% ready for anything. So you might as well just do it. (laughs) You should get prepared. But the feeling of like being ready, forget that.
2: Yeah, it's never going to happen. And you can't improve by by getting started in motion anyway, because no matter how prepared you are, you're going to make mistakes. It's going to be all wrong. So don't waste time over-preparing for sure now. So, yeah,
0: a lot of people think like you just have, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was saying like, a lot of people feel like they're, they have like one chance or one shot to have like a first impression um, and they just gotta be perfect before coming out. And it's like, you really, you're, you're evolving all the time and you can change all the time. Like you're allowed to change. You're allowed to rebrand. You're allowed to start over. Um, and people really forget that <laughs> they forget.
2: Right. It's like, uh, Jim Rohn used to say, um, you can always, you can always move. You can always change. You're not a tree. You can get up and move. You're like so that's true. In March, at the very beginning of COVID and the shutdown, and everything, you decided to start Instagram, this persona. When I say persona, not to say that it's fake, but this persona, like the money realtor. Mm-hmm. How did you start? Like you start you just put up on an Instagram um, and started doing
0: what? So yeah. When I first started, I was like, yo, this is just gonna be my real estate Instagram. I just wanna attract leads. Um, I'm just going to talk about like the rest in market, the rest in area, all of that. Um, But then I made a post talking about personal finance. And I think it has something to do with like a down payment on a home and steps that you can take to start saving money. Um, And that post like did way better than me just posting like my open listings or like contact me for real estate needs. And I was like, you know what, like people really resonate with these tips that I'm giving them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started I started doing a lot more of that. And that's when my Instagram grew. That's when my Twitter grew. And that's when I realized like, if I just provide value and uh, stay consistent with the personal finance tips, that's that's really the ticket
2: so okay you put that post out you notice you got a lot of engagement you said do more of it did that help your real estate business
0: yeah so initially yes um i got a lot of leads just for like people messaging me in the in the local market in Reston and resting and in Virginia um, at first, but now I'm starting to realize like because I'm such a public figure now, like I have 125,000 followers. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> People forget that I do real estate because I have such mm-hmm. a wider audience, so I don't get so many people saying, "Hey, I'm in the DMV, I'm looking for a realtor." Like more so, um, people hit me up on my on my real estate website than through Instagram now.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you you start building it up, you gain the following, you gain engagement, you kind of see your little, you start building your little niche start refining it when did you start monetizing it
0: Mm, yeah i did that at around a thousand followers there was this woman who hit me up and she liked my graphics on my page and she was like i will hire you and i will commission you to do social media graphics for my page so that's not even something i was advertising it's not even something I said I did. Um, she just hit me up out the blue and she's like, yo, I'll pay you 500 a month, just make oh. some posts. And I was like, I was like, bet, <laughs> like I'll do that. I'm already making mine, I'll make yours. It's not crazy. It literally took me like five, 10 minutes to make each graphic. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And that's when I was like, yo, like I should teach people how to monetize their Instagrams. And that's when my my ebook released, that's what generated a um, hundred thousand dollars. It was my ebook from Instagram to instant money that, Mm -hmm. that really blew up.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. I just got it the other day. Um, good advice on the IG lives for sure especially like mm-hmm. um telling people in advance making announcements but um
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah good stuff and my guy sam dolce from the Back real estate dialogue said your stuff really helped him blow his ig up too for sure
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah a lot of people are definitely seeing the impact from that book like um a lot of people gained followers a lot of people made money so that was really cool to see
2: and what other courses you got or is it just so
0: ebook? I have a follow up. I have a follow up course to that ebook. So after that ebook launch, I got a ton of questions. Um, people wanted more details than just the thirty-five page book provided. So that's when I launched Selling from Scratch, and that's like a video-based course that goes into a lot more selling techniques and like um, more actionable steps to monetizing and what I personally did to make a hundred thousand dollars. Um, and so that's, that's what I'm pushing right now. And that's also doing really well with people, um, because it's a video based course that I could provide more value with and, um, take more time just speaking than just having people read along. So.
2: All right. So you made the hundred K in 90 days with just the ebook.
0: That's correct.
2: And how long before you stopped doing the, um, uh, making the graphics? for people.
0: Oh, yeah, no I had to stop that. <laughs> I had to stop that cuz um it became it became too time consuming and I was like, you know what? Like I got to focus on myself. And so I think I worked with that woman for maybe 2 months, 3 months. Mm -hmm. um but she was starting to ask for more things that was like kind of outside my scope of work and slash my time because I'm still working a nine to five um so I was like yo like I gotta stop like I'm making all this money on my own and you're just paying me this like it's it didn't add up anymore so
2: yeah wasn't smart to keep going yeah no you said I'm just trying to make money without being present
0: (laughs) yes Yes. That's, um, that's something I believe in. Cause that's what that ebook showed me. Like you don't have to be present, physically present, um, and work eight hours a day to make money, like selling products and just like making money, making passive income is like the key. Like you get your time back, you get your freedom back. And that really opened my doors even, or my eyes. But even though I'm still working nine to five, I could really quit and just live off my digital products. Um, and so I do show up in a different way. Like, yeah, I post on, instagram and yeah i do lives from time to time but it's not like um having to physically be sitting in an office <laughs> and that's that's kind of what i mean about it
2: right 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 and once you make a digital product it just sits out there you don't have to go back you don't have to deliver it every day then somebody buys it you don't have to go sit down and send it to them and you have to recreate it you make it once and just keep making money Beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm literally sitting in meetings. I'm literally sitting in meetings at my nine to five, you know, and then my phone's blown up. I'm over here making $300. Like it just, it's just so nice to be omnipresent, like have that product sell itself. And while I'm doing other things that I want to do.
2: Let me you this. Now you're saying you're getting the um, alerts at work. Do you ever get those moments? Like Charles used to talk about, like somebody says the wrong thing to you. And you're like, man, you don't know. I could just walk about it. <laughs> I don't need y'all." you ever get that feeling?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I do sometimes. <laughs> Um, luckily though, my work environment, people are pretty respectful and they don't make me feel like I I shouldn't be there. Um, Mm. which is why I'm still there. But yeah, no, I get those moments where I'm like, little do you know, like I made a hundred thousand dollars outside of this. Like little do you know, like they just think I'm the quiet girl at the work. I'm a listener, not a talker. Like that's what they think about me. And I'm just like, that's cool. That's fine. But just know, like, I'm I'm situated. Yeah,
2: that's good. That way they're not all in your business, too.
0: Right. You know? For sure.
2: And You said you had a tweet saying, I think this is a very underrated financial concept that people don't realize is, is a financial concept. But well, you said stay away from people who bring out the worst in you.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that didn't have anything to do with finance at all, <laughs> but it can apply. Um, that was actually just about like relationships in general. Um, Mm -hmm. because a lot of my friends are getting involved with people that I'm just like, they don't bring out, they don't bring out the best in you. And that's just not financially. That's just like, your mood as a person, your right. ideas that you want to achieve, like all of that. Um, I think I think that is an underrated tweet because stick around people that that understand you and that um that push you and and want you to flourish and aren't like jealous and toxic and all that type of stuff. Like stay away right. from unhealthy people that can't see you, your vision, can't match your energy. Um, but yeah, people a lot of people have not learned that lesson yet. <laughs> they don't even realize or not even conscious of like the worst parts of them that are coming out from being around certain people
2: yeah it's like it affects every aspect of your life every single thing it sure does spiritual mental wrong sure wrong people will have you broke they will have you fat depressed hair falling out everything you gotta stay away from people the, like. yeah
0: don't be depressed insecure um yeah unhealthy you're right all that like they and it's just crazy how much people can influence your day-to-day life and where you end up in life like like, seriously.
2: Yeah. So even on Twitter, I, like you're not, these aren't people that you, you, you know them personally. They're not people that you, you see in person, but I think you agree that it, it pays to be kind of like following the right people on Twitter and Instagram and all that too, right?
0: Yeah, no, that, that goes hand in hand. Um, I think whatever information you intake, you should be conscious of, and you should try to control it. So whether that's you unfollowing all the celebrities, because they make you feel a way when you look at your, Yourself in the mirror, like mm. do that. Like do a do a social cleanse. Go through your contacts on your phone and start wiping out people that don't make you feel good or that you don't talk to or don't encourage you. Like just do a whole cleanse of people. Look at the people around you and reflect and evaluate.
2: Right, right, right. Do a cleanse. I like that for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Nah.
2: Yeah. So you also said you can celebrate other success without questioning your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was almost kind of a reminder to myself because Mm. I used to, I used to feel that way. I used to compare myself to other people's success. I mean, I guess that's a natural human thing to do. Um, but now I feel like I'm, I've like conquered that and I'm, I'm kind of like in a different place now, but I thought it was a good reminder to me and to people in general, like, yo, you don't have to dim your light and you don't have to think that you're doing less because what is perceived as someone else doing more. Um, cause you see these people all the day, all the time on Twitter talking about like, Oh, I made this my money. Oh, mm-hmm. I bought a house at age 22. Oh, I got engaged or whatever it is. Like, right. just know that you're on your own timeline and your success is valid. Even the small wins are valid.
2: Congratulations on the engagement, by the way.
0: No, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I'm in the middle of planning a wedding and all that.
2: <laughs> yeah, more stuff on top of the stuff you're already doing. And yeah. Um,
0: right.
2: <laughs> So I think that's really key what you're saying. Like, don't 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 watch what other people are doing, man. Um, whether they up, they down. Like, it has nothing to do with you, really. You got to run your own race and ignore other people, man. Like, people will have you...
0: Yeah, you really have to learn. Have
2: you sick looking at them, and then they might be faking. So don't do it, man.
0: Yeah, things are not as they appear, especially on social media. So, like, you know, everyone knows that people just post their wins all the time, and people just post the highlights. So you got to take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> You got to understand that what you have is probably fine and you got to appreciate it.
2: Right. Now you said, um, self-belief is the highest power. What do you mean by that?
0: Um... Good question. Okay. So I think most of us don't, we aren't conditioned to really believe in ourselves that we can do anything. Like, I guess you are from age, like when you're five and you're in kindergarten, everyone's like, oh, you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. And then that kind of fizzles out and it goes away. And then no one, everyone starts getting quote realistic and Mm. they start taking steps back from what they actually wanted to do because life gets in the way or whatever excuse. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, forget all that. You need, you need to start believing in yourself. You need to be conscious of how you talk to yourself in order for you to achieve your highest self. Um and so that's really a practice because I think society really <laughs> Beats us down And like we were Talking about earlier Maybe the people around you Are beating you down And whatever So you start to doubt Your your power And you start to doubt That you have the ability To really manifest your life The way you want it to be
2: Right, 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 right Self-belief is the highest power post that up on <laughs> Gotta write that on a post-it Stick it up
0: <laughs> Word, yeah <laughs>
2: Now I was just about to ask you Like, I wasn't planning To ask you this But I was just about to ask you Like, what's your focus For 2021? But I remember seeing you saying something about collaboration
0: yeah yeah so honestly i've been doing a lot more of that and i think it's it's crazy because i just put that i just put a tweet out and now all of a sudden i'm getting like three inquiries a day of people that want to do things together. Um, so I think that that's my next step because in 2020, I was a team of one and, you know, it was cool. I made six figures and I was getting busy and I was like, um really promoting myself by myself. Mm-hmm. But now this year I'm like, I need to, I need to reach out to other people. I need to collaborate with other people. I need to expand my reach and expand my message. So that's why I said 2021 is going to be the year f- for collaboration with me because. Not only do I need to boost my message to people, but I need to learn from people and I need to see what systems they do that work and see what stories they have that can help me. And really, really, I need a mentor. <laughs> That's kind of where mm-hmm. that came from, because I would love to have more peer mentors and not like they got to be above me or below me or whatever. Like I'm fine with people on my level. There's always something to learn from from anyone. Um, So I think collaboration this year is going to be big for me.
2: Yeah, because also, even if they're on your same level, everybody does things differently. So, yes. You know, like you say, you can learn, you can learn from everyone.
0: Sure. You can learn from everyone. Yeah. You really don't have to go to the highest CEO to, to beg to be your mentor. Like you can go to Sally down the street that has her lemonade stand. She might know something mm-hmm. you don't. So that could be a mentor.
2: All right. So you build this um, Instagram up. you at what now? 125,000 on Instagram?
0: 125, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. What similarities do you think? How many followers do you have on Twitter? Uh,
0: 16,000.
2: All right, so what similarities do you think between um, Twitter and Instagram? Like... What have you used that's similar between the two different platforms? Because 16,000 is not bad either. So, you know, what do you think has worked on both platforms?
0: Um. Okay, I mean, content can be similar and you can, like, do cross content. Like, I pull things from Instagram that I have on my page and I turn it into a tweet and mm-hmm. that has worked. Um, right. But honestly, they are both their own cultures. Like, right. Twitter right. has its own culture that you got to learn and understand and there's nuances to it and all that. Because I've been a Twitter u- user since, like, two 2010 or before that? I don't even know. It might've been 10 years I've been on Twitter um, and Instagram too, but Instagram came, came later if I remember. Um, but all in all, like, yeah, there's, there's similarities in the fact that good content is going to do well, no matter what platform is on. Um, and good content is really just providing value to people or being entertaining. And Twitter is the king of entertainment. Like you can, <laughs> you can find funny things on Twitter all day, um, so Twitter has that funny side to it, whereas Instagram is like, oh, I just want to pose the perfect life. Um, so it's right. a little more, I don't know how to, I don't know the word for it, but that's what it is. And um, I mean, as long as you're posting valuable content, it could transfer to either app.
2: I guess Instagram is a little more, not scripted, but it's like sculpted, like from
0: <laughs> a little fabricated and.
2: Yeah. Of the, yeah. You <laughs> set up a like, you, you, yeah, you set up a photo shoot. You set up a photo shoot for Instagram, but on Twitter, if you feel like saying so, you just pick up the phone and in two seconds it's out there. So Yeah,
0: and yeah, Twitter is different because I I'll post a picture on Instagram get a couple thousand likes. I will post that same picture on Twitter, it'd be like thirty likes. So, <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta learn. You gotta learn the two apps.
2: Right, and on Twitter, I feel like you don't get penalized for nobody's telling you that you you're tweeting too much. Uh, I mean, people will tell you that, but they won't tell you you get less engagement or you shouldn't do it. But like Charles, my co-host Charles, he right. tweet he tweets like a thou- I feels like a thousand oh. times a day he's tweeting like. He, he
0: be tweeting man he tweetin'. uh, i
2: don't know he did it like for, even when he had a uh, regular j-o-b he was still tweeting at work i'm like vacation mm-hmm. whatever yeah
0: what? i would try like i tried um like setting up tweets and scheduling tweets for i did that for like a week or two and i was like nah i'm gonna just tweet when i feel like it and that's just going right. be that
2: right right i don't like to schedule tweets i don't I don't know. And Some people I see that yeah. do it, you can tell. It's like, ah, saw that tweet three weeks ago at the same, like I could tell you scheduling. I could tell you scheduling. You and, can
0: tell. You can tell. I just like, be putting stuff in drafts. Like whatever comes to my head, I'm right. like, all right, I just tweeted five minutes ago. So I'm not going to tweet that right now. I know it's going to be good later though. So I'll just save it in drafts and
2: Keep it in do that. drafts. Okay. So yeah. do you do uh, like consultations with people or
1: you just sell the courses?
0: No, I do one-on-ones. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. 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 Okieffa, Okieffa, Shades is their premier choice for sunglasses. Top quality, unique, signature, fresh, trendy. Our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes. And we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. Okieffa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okiefashades.com That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com Or on IG or Facebook at Okieffa Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock.
2: So you do like an audit of their Instagram and tell them how to fix it up and move forward. Got you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Most people come to me for Instagram growth, um, scaling their Instagram and using and how to work their business through Instagram.
2: What was the the catalyst for you for for trying to learn about personal finance? Was there any like triggering Uh, event or just like something you saw me were young, like your parents, your family, you don't have to name, name, uh, like point, call anybody out, but anything like that?
0: Um. I mean, it's a couple things. So like one, both of my parents are entrepreneurs. So I've always had that uh, around. Um, But to be honest, there was a catalyst. And like I was in the music industry before I was doing real estate. And before I was doing this digital product thing, and I had three artists I was managing, one of them happened to be my ex. And um, it was going well, it was doing fine. I did it straight out of college. So like, um, I was an entrepreneur straight out of college. I didn't get a job. I just started a business. Mm-hmm. And um, you would say I had quote unquote success. Like I got my artists verified. I got them on BET. I was doing like BET awards with them. I was doing all the things, all the stuff, but the money was inconsistent. I was getting older and I was like, I don't want to be on my parents' dollar anymore. Um, So like something something needs to change. And that's when my ex and I are no longer together. I broke up with him and um, I started... I reading, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad and I have no idea why I ended up reading that. I can't remember why. But I, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad and I was like, yo, like that really changed my mindset on money. Uh-huh. And that's kind of how I, I pivoted and I got super interested in money and I started researching everything. I would go on like Nerd Wallet and read blogs and I would read Think and Grow Rich was the next one for me. And then I read The Automatic Millionaire. And that's when I was like, I got to get a nine to five because the music industry money was so inconsistent. So that's when I moved to Virginia from New York, um, got my nine to five, started reading those books opened up my first Hood account and then really started being way more intentional with my money, way more intentional. And I was like, I want to be one of those people that retires a multimillionaire. How am I going to get there? I better start now. I better start today at age 25. Like, <laughs> Um, so I guess that was the catalyst. My first business didn't work out. I Mm -hmm. moved, I got a job. I was like, I need to learn how to work money. Mm,
2: So you get the job to have steady income. Okay.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And was that all it was about steady income or was it to get steady income and give yourself time before you start another business? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me do this temporarily. And while I have the job, I learn about money and then I'm going to jump later.
0: Um, no, that wasn't the intention. The intention was to get a job period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but obviously, I still, in the back of my mind, was like, I want to do the entrepreneur thing. And I want to make money outside of this. Like, I was still, um, after Rich Dad Poor Dad, I was like, yo, multiple sources of income. That was it. And I was like, how am I going to do it? Um, so I wrote, I, well, I read that the average millionaire has seven forms of income. So I started writing out seven forms of income that I could potentially have. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, I had really one. I had my nine to five. But I started getting royalties from the artists I used to manage. So at least that was two. Then I got into dividends. Then I got into my digital products. Then I got my real estate license. Um, shoot, there's two more, but I can't think of it right now. But <laughs> I started got- I started building that up. And then um, I was like, yeah, like, this is cool. This is the direction I need to go. But awesome. I don't know if I'm going to quit my, do- my job anytime soon.
2: So you got your seventh.
0: Yeah, I do. I'm trying to remember. And I tweeted this too. I tweeted about it, about my seventh. So you can count another one as my one-on-one, because I still do consultations. Okay. Um, so that would be six, seven. What's my seventh? Ooh, <laughs> I would have to bring up my Instagram post because I listed it all out.
2: Oh, okay, okay. But
0: obviously some are more than others, of course. Right, right, right. But right. I do have seven.
2: And for those listening, we're not saying you gotta jump up there and go.
0: Oh, get got start. it. Hmm? Affiliate marketing. That's what it was.
2: Ah, okay, 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 gotcha. Affiliate, Affiliate marketing mm-hmm. is not bad, man. I mean.
0: Yeah, no, I made Charles a lot of money. <laughs> I was, I was his affiliate. <laughs>
2: oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, how did you, I don't know how you're going to answer this question, but let me ask you, how, how did you feel when he started charging people to become affiliates?
0: Um, honestly, I didn't feel much of a way. I felt like it was a vetting process Because Mm -hmm. when I first launched my ebook, there was a million and five people that were like, I want to be your affiliate and then produce $0.00 and 0 cents. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think him charging his affiliates was like, yo, are you going to take this seriously? And are you going to invest into it to actually see a return? Because it's annoying just to add emails that are just sitting there and, and don't do anything for you. So to me, I didn't have a problem with it. And um, I thought it was like more of a vetting thing, like put $20 deposit if you really want to promote my stuff.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, when I first, when I, me personally, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, I was like weird. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're churning for affiliates? Right, I
0: gotta I think- pay you to promote my stuff.
2: No, but I was already an affiliate already a long time before that. But I just, it was just weird to me. I was like, I started thinking about it. I was like, well, it's weird because I've never seen it done. Not so much that it was wrong. I realized like, I've never seen anybody do that. And I realized there's so many people on Twitter like, yo, hook me up, bro. And I could tell a lot of them, like, you never bought any of the courses. You just wanted to jump on the money train, like ready train, like say, okay. I was like, it took some getting used to it. I was like, damn, that was smart, man.
0: That, that was, was different. Smart. I was just glad I didn't have to pay. <laughs> I was like, thank God I signed up before he did that. Because I right. don't know if I would have done it but like right. that's cool I told my friend to pay for him she paid the fee she didn't have a problem she didn't see anything wrong with it
2: okay yeah and one sale hey. I mean you make that back you make it back yeah. people you make it back if you yeah. work now real quick quick question for you you say you got you you moved to you say you moved to New York when you went to get your job or you yeah, moved from New York
0: yeah I moved from New York
2: oh you're right you moved from um, New York to
0: Virginia that's where I am yeah
2: mm-hmm. so you got a job but you also say you opened up a, a Robin Hood account so mm-hmm. you you just, did you know anything about stocks, anything at all about stocks before you did that?
0: Like, no, not really. Um, there was one person at work and um, he does like personal finance on the side or he has, he has a CPA on the side. And so I asked him, I was like, hey, like, do you have a Robin Hood account? He's the only one my age in the whole uh, building, actually. So I was mm-hmm. like, yo, you have a Robin Hood account? He's like, yeah, I have one. And like, I got some stocks. And I was like, oh, like, can you teach me about it? Because I know zero, I know nothing. Um, he's like yeah I got you and then it never happened <laughs> and so I was like I'm gonna do my own research I'm going to google I'm going to youtube mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to learn so I taught myself
2: that's cool man that's cool that's cool so you like dividend stocks I
0: mean yeah yeah and I mean I saw you know Chris tweets about it or mm-hmm. at the time he's tweeting about dividend stocks and that that's what got me into it I was like oh like how can I um you know get my portfolio right to receive dividends?"
2: Yeah, about them from erica williams but and then i looked into it i'm like wait a minute you get paid just for owning the stock and you still get you still get to keep the stock and it just pays you i had never even heard about dividend i mean i never knew that existed i'm like whoa how many people don't even know this existed like and it's too many i mean
0: they probably don't i learned about it from business school because i was a business major so mm-hmm. we had to learn a the theory of stocks and like, yeah, I, I knew what dividends were, but like in practice, in real life, nah.
2: And it's crazy. Like most black people I know will not even have a clue what a dividend stock is and what a dividend is. And it's just sitting out there. It's so simple. You know, to
0: get- and that's why I'm here. That's what I'm trying to advocate.
2: Right. So simple. Now you had a tweet saying being broke is part of the journey, but staying broke can be avoided.
0: Oh yeah. I guess this could be controversial. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm one of those people that thinks that you have a whole lifetime to change your financial situation. And even though I guess there are those out there that are like, no, your circumstances and you can never get there. And, you know, that mentality, I'm just like, ooh, I, I just don't even want to subscribe to that mentality. Because if you already think it, like, will you ever get out of it? Um. So that tweet was more like, okay, you you were born broke. You were born in your financial situation or whatever, but like you have the power Power to change it like you really do and you have to believe it first and if you don't how are you gonna get there mm. so i i just believe you don't have to die broke
2: right i think the way you worded it it wasn't that harsh anyway like, <laughs> being broke right. is part of the journey i mean that's how you learn too from from failing and most of us have been broke at some point in time it's never fun but it happens yeah and like you said you gotta believe
0: and that's cool
2: Got to believe you can do it. And you got to believe you can do it. Now,
0: yeah, I realize most people think, most people don't have that uh, initial belief. And I realized in my one on one coachings and like, when people follow up with me and stuff, most of the time I'm motivating them and convincing them that they can do better. So I realize that's that's really ninety percent of the battle is telling people that they can do it.
2: Right, and if you, you that's the first step because otherwise you're wasting your time trying to teach them anything. Shoot.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, you also said, "My goal is to wake up every morning and love the world I created for myself." So
0: yeah, that was just a a positive tip because a lot of people probably wake up and don't like what they're in and they don't like their situation. Um, but I mean, you can, you can live that way, but what are you doing to change it? And what are you doing to make sure the life you wake up to is something you enjoy, even if it's the little things, I'm not saying it has to be rich and lavish and, and luxury, but it's just like, who's around you? Do you get to do little things that you enjoy? What's your day to day? Like, are you stressed all the time? Um, do you have time for things you like just like, creating more quality around your life. That's kind of what that tweet was about.
2: Yeah. So where I know I'm even without knowing you, I'm hundred percent sure you're not, you wouldn't tell anybody to quit their job to, to start a business, but where does entrepreneurship fit in for you in that scope? Like creating the, the world you want for yourself?
0: Um. Yeah. It's just about how, I guess it could start with time management first. So you wake up, you do the, the responsible thing. You do the thing you may not like or whatever, but then you dedicate You set some time aside to just pursue those multiple sources of income, whether you want to download a course and and self-educate or whether you have a a skill already that you can monetize. Um, It's just how you have to diversify what you're doing already in Mm -hmm. order to bring something new to the equation to change your day-to-day life. And it's really just the little things that add up that can eventually produce the drastic change that you want. I think I think everyone should be a semi entrepreneur, even like like me. I work a job and I'm an entrepreneur, I guess. I'm both. Um, so you could be employed and you can employ.
2: Right. And uh I think there's a like a misconception with people like Charles, like people people think people like Charles are saying, like, um looking down on people with jobs, but he's just saying, like, we at the bot black people are like at the bottom when it comes to finances and wealth. And it's like even if we all get good jobs, we still gonna be at the at the bottom. Like we gotta build something extra on top of that too.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, a job is really not going to make you rich. I mean, and maybe there are a select few exceptions, but like, nah, man, not if not when you look at the numbers of the average salary of Americans, like, nah, you are not, you're not rich. And yeah, you're middle class, and yeah, you're comfortable. But if you want to build generational wealth, if you want to have that mansion or whatever, whatever it is you want, I don't even know. But you can't just do that by by getting promoted every ten years. That's oh. gonna take so long. If it even even if it happens, like you can't you can't wait on your employer to make you rich because that's just not gonna happen. Pure Body Company formulates in an amazing range of emollients with shea butter at its base. Pure Body Co. focuses on providing all natural handcrafted products for all people. At shoppurebodyco.com, you'll find body butters and lip balms that are not only moisturizing, but none of our products contain preservatives or even those unrecognizable chemicals. So if you're looking to keep your skin soft, visit shoppurebodyco.com. And remember to join PBC Perks to receive rewards as you shop
2: yeah even with the um like over the past 10 years or so the new thing is like to really make money you got it you kind of gotta like jump from job to job every two years or so in this generation like because you're not That's really gonna you we get like three percent at of your regular job so you gotta build your skills up stay there for like maybe two years and then jump to the next one and jump and jump and jump but you know you get the money but what what you're getting paid is. Yeah, what you're getting pick pills in comparison, to what they make, and plus they, they own it and you don't. And you can't pass mm-hmm. can't pass the job down. You can pass the money down if you if you have enough left saved over, you could pass that down, but you can't you can't pass down the job and that's the problem. Now
0: yep.
2: you said you asked a question, you said actually, what is standing between you and the life you want is initiative. Let's talk about
0: it. Let's, <laughs> Let's talk-, talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an oversimplification for sure, right. but, um, that just really just goes back to people's belief that they can't have more. And so they don't even take the initiative because they don't even have the belief first. Um, so that's almost like step two, like first you believe, then you take the initiative to accomplish what you believe <laughs> that, that, that would be part two. But, um, yeah, that's, that's really all it takes is like the dedication, the consistency, and and the balls to do it. That's the initiative part. That's the balls to do it. The same thing. <laughs> you just gotta right. start. And it's not like you got it perfect, but you just gotta start.
2: Yeah, start to get fancy later, people. Like we say every single week, every single episode here. Yeah. Um yeah. So tell Tell us about the 10K sales planner.
0: Yeah, that's, um, that's a workbook. It's like a template and it teaches you how to, uh, it's basically a business plan. It teaches you the basics of business, how to come up with your mission statement, how to come up with a vision, um, how to organize a team, and it, it goes deeper into uh, sales conversion, how to track sales, what number amount of sales you need to make to have 10K, depending on the price of your product or service. Um, So it really just has the tools for you to make your first $10,000. And that's why it's called the planner, because it's helping you plan um, your first 10K.
2: Mm, That's nice. That's cool. Um, Mm -hmm. That's cool. So what does a typical day look like for you?
0: Um, Okay, well, I wake up, I go to my meetings at my nine to five, I'm answering emails, I'm working on my little projects, I'm attending meetings, and then in between all those meetings and all those emails, I try to make a post on Instagram mm-hmm. and I try to at least post once a day, if not twice. Engage with everyone. Come back with everyone. Answer DMs. Um, break for lunch. Come back. Finish the day. At the end of the day, I'm chilling with my fiance. I'm trying to have time for family. Um, mm-hmm. And then try to get back to my personal email and then my my real estate clients. But luckily, I just hired a VA two days ago, and I'm like, right. thank goodness, because <laughs> like my days were getting way more hectic. My job, I got recently promoted. So I'm I'm getting more responsibilities and the real estate's picking up, the online business is picking up. And as I told you, like for some reason this year, I've had 12 people try to do something with me and collaborate with me within the first week. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I'm just, I just work and then I try to make time for play. And then I try to get a workout in once a day.
2: Cool, 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 cool. So that's nice. Can you give the people real quick three little tips for building your Instagram without giving away the whole course?
0: Sure. Um, first one would be to look at your bio and ask yourself, is it enticing? Like if someone comes to your page, are they wanna are they gonna wanna click the follow button just based on who you are and what description you have in your bio and then if we're talking if we're relating it back to entrepreneurs you need to have a call to action in your bio so you need to point people to your website or to your little link tree or your freebie or whatever. Um, have that call to action have a website or a platform that hosts your products like Gumroad in the link whatever mm-hmm. optimize your bio. Um, My second strategy would be to be more consistent on Instagram because it does take consistency and activity and for you to be active to actually see results. Um, So try to post every day. And when you do post, let it be valuable, like let it be informational or educational or entertaining something that people are gonna be like, wow, I wanna comment on this, or wow, I wanna share this with someone. Um, so creating shareable content is really one of the keys to growing fast on Instagram. Um, third tip, third tip, I guess would be to engage with people. Um, a lot of people that hit me up, they're like, oh, I don't have any engagement. And then I asked them like, okay, well, do you engage with people? Mm-hmm. They don't. <laughs> so um, you have to engage with people. You have to, you know, if someone's commenting on your post, reply back or like like their stuff or answer your DMs in a timely manner, like trying to be try to make it a community of people that can uh, talk to you and be you know, you're accessible. You're you're a public figure. Now, if you want to be a business entity, you're you're public. So you have to be accessible. Mm. Uh, so those are my three tips.
2: Yeah. How did you how did you um, how did you adjust to being a public figure? So to speak, <laughs> uh,
0: I don't even consider myself that, but I guess I am one. Like, I, I don't, I think it's so weird and surreal for people to like look up to me, I guess. But, um, right.
2: Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so, <laughs> I guess I'm
0: adjusted because I don't see as, like,
2: I'm thinking because I don't want to be,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't see uh, it as like, I don't want to be it. a public.
2: I don't want to be a public person. And it's like, well, I kind of gotta be public if you're gonna do this type of stuff. But um, luckily, I've, I I haven't had anybody recognize me in the street and say stuff to me. Have you ever had that? You yeah. have. Yeah. How rare was that? <laughs>
0: a couple a couple and that was that was from not that's not even from the money realtor that was from my personal page because as I said I was in the music industry and I was Mm. in it pretty deep um and so my personal page had like 10,000 followers before I even made my business page and so I would be in LA I would be in an airport and people would just be like oh like I follow you you're you're oh well Ariel and I would just be like
2: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um I mean it's cool I guess right
2: right I'm not looking forward to that kind of stuff, um, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not looking forward to nothing like that but um, yeah because
0: i just i just feel like you shouldn't i'm not a person that idolizes people i'm not like i just don't idolize anyone um so it's, it's a foreign concept to me when people idolize me i guess or or look up to me it
2: is weird it is weird like there is like these are real people but in a way they're not real people so like well, why do you really care so much what they do in their personal life divorce whatever they broke i mean that's that's their life let them live it you no. like 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 you said, the goal is more money, less work. Mm
0: -hmm. That's the goal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now you had a tweet, man, I didn't write it down. Well, it doesn't matter what your current circumstances are. Oh wait, I do have it. Mm -hmm. By the way, folks, you'll be able to find all the links to her courses in the show notes. Be sure to check the show notes. You can find all of Ariel's courses in there. Links will be in the show notes. So tell them where they can find you before we wrap it up with the last tweet.
0: Yeah. So y'all can follow me. I'm on shoot now clubhouse, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> um, it's at the money realtor. Um, and y'all actually catch me on clubhouse. Cause I, I try to host rooms. Um, and I just talk and, and try to give out as much value. If you're struggling with Instagram, if you need help monetizing your page, Um, follow my Instagram, follow my Twitter, follow my clubhouse. I'm going to help you get there.
2: Now you mentioned clubhouse. What's your opinion of clubhouse? I haven't been on, I have no intentions of being on some people, I guess some people like it and (laughs) some people are saying it's like a lot of fakeness on there.
0: Okay. Like yes and no, yes and no. Um, it's, it's complicated. Like if you follow the right people, they're genuine and they're real. Um, Of course, there's a lot of showboaters out there and a lot of people that think they know what they're talking about. Um, So it's it's hard to tell. But um, at least my circle of people like I'm doing clubhouses with like six and seven figure earners, like legit, legit, like women bosses. Um, so I don't really know how everyone in their mama is also doing six and seven figures. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's cool if that's the truth. I, I just don't know. I stick to my own rooms uh-huh. and I host my own little rooms and, I, and I'm with my other girls that are doing it too. Um, but I, I don't tune into other people's stuff, honestly, because I, I really don't have hours in the day. Because each Clubhouse room goes on for hours, like hours. Wow. And I'm like, I don't know how people own this all day. But what's crazy is when you're a moderator, you get such high conversion. Like every time I do a room, I'll get 200 followers. And every time um, some of the girls do a room, they'll get like 300 followers. And they'll they'll dedicate like an hour to doing a room. And they'll also get like $8,000 because people are buying their courses and people are b- looking in their webinars and they're booking them for calls. Like it, there's such a crazy high conversion on Clubhouse. Else.
2: it's insane right. uh, okay so i guess because you're talking to people in real time or something that's interesting
0: yeah
2: yeah hours huh i did um like an hour and a half last night on ig live with don akram and he was giving out giving game game like a lot of valiant and that felt like a little long we were on there like an hour maybe 45 yeah i just
0: long. did my room with him an hour and a half and that was his first clubhouse and we did that together earlier this week
2: and yeah it was cool he's a cool dude he gives a lot of value so we were there for a minute and gave out a lot of game in an hour and a half and i and it felt like yep all right you gave them enough like let them buy the course now like because <laughs> he gives them a lot he gave them a lot it's a really good life <laughs> maybe we do a lot too more right. these days but um mm-hmm be sure to follow ariel on all the social media twitter instagram now clubhouse at the money realtor ariel adams learn to get your instagram game up i need to get my instagram game up now i gotta learn too about to get me the course the ebook um this is rafael your co-host oh let's do one last week i wanted i definitely wanted to get with before we leave the people you said It doesn't matter What your current Circumstances are It doesn't matter How far behind You feel from your friends It doesn't matter How slow your progress May be to reaching Your goals Now is the time To pick yourself up And go hard I thought I wanted To yeah. leave the people With that Just Shout out to All the sponsors OKF for Shades uh, Get Lace Laces And Pure Body Co For your uh, Body care products This is Raphael From Tweet Talk The Blackwell Podcast The special guest Ariel Adams The Money Realtor We are
1: and if you have podcasts or video editing needs Let's talk And of course I'm giving you a real real nice deal But you have to mention that you're a Tweak Talk podcast listener And so this is the week of April the 13th, 2020. And this offer isn't going to last forever. So if you're on social media or you have a business or you got something going on to where you need somebody to edit and produce your content, come and holler at your boy. And I promise to take care of you, our dedicated listener to the Tweet Talk podcast. Again, head over to DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page and let's have a little conversation. Okay, back to your day, your evening, your morning, whatever's going on. Peace.